Okay, so in um, yesterday's year today we learned um, Daf Samechei, and then last year we, we were looking at trying to understand Shitat uh, Rebbe in terms of when you're throwing from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah through, let's call it Rosh Hashanah, whether it, and we says and Rebbe says Yechayev whether it needs to be Makora or not. Okay, whether it has to have a roof on it. And we said last time that Milted Rabbi Yochanan, we'll go from where we're up to, Milted Rabbi Yochanan Amra, even if it doesn't have a roof over the top. Meaning, what was the difference if you have a roof over the top or not? Meaning, for example, it's going through a house. Because if it have a roof over the top, we said then it's com- uh, like the house is completely full. If it didn't, you're saying that it doesn't need to be like the house is completely full because the fact that it's going through the space, it's like as if it's landed there. Okay, so now how do we know that Rabbi Yochanan said that you don't need it to have a roof over the top? Because Rabbi Yimi said, said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Now this is talking about the fact where a husband threw a get to his wife. And it said that it, if it goes into the roof space, you throw the get to the wife and she's on the roof. And if it goes into the roof space and it's within her reshut, then she's megureshet. And Rabbi Yochanan said, that's only for Tered Laver Mechitzot. And yesterday, I sort of short-circuited the sugar, said, oh, that's Shichad Rebbe, and therefore you see it doesn't need to be Makora, because there's no roof in that case. That's not exactly accurate, because the Gemara now continues. We haven't, I sort of, uh, wasn't right, basically. So Rabbi Ami says, because Rabbi Ami, Imi asked then, said President Paul Rabbi Yochanan, he says, is that Matnita, is that, is that Mishnah that says, when he throws a get up there to his wife, she's Megureshet, is that Shitab Rebbe? The Rebbe Avada Mechotz Kemamashan, because Rebbe holds as long as in the airspace, it's within the Mechitzos, as if it's landed there. Okay. Samaleno says, no, Divra Akol is Divra Akol. He meaning Chachamim would agree, because Hacha Begitins, because Gitin's different. Now, the difference between Gitin and Shabbos we'll see in a moment. But here, what the Gemara is first going to do is pr- bring the proof for our dis- relevant to our discussion now, which is, you s- so that what? That Rebbe in our Mishnah, so in our discussion, but in terms of the machloket regarding Shabbos, doesn't need a Dimakora. Why? Because Vyativna, because when the question was posed to Rabbi Yochanan, he could have responded, one second, why do you think the Mishnah by Gitin uh, is Shittat Rebbe? Because if it, if in Shabbos it needs to have a roof over the top, he could have said Rebbe Omar Makora, Vatamar Makora. Because in Shabbos, the requirement is has to have a roof over it, and in Gitin, there's no roof over the, the roof over the roof. We're talking about throwing onto a roof. Okay, so the fact that Rebbe, Rebbe Yochanan didn't um, respond to the question by saying, oh, the, how can you say Shittat Rebbe? Because Rebbe requires a roof over the top, must mean the Rebbe doesn't require a roof over the top. Okay, clear? Yes. So, so the Gemara says, Ma ben or Ma ben Shabbos. So now let's deal with that case. So it talks about the, the where we said that even though when you're throwing from Meshusa Rabim to Meshusa Rabim, Derech Meshusa Yachid, there's a machloka between Rebbe and Chachamim. By, Sha- by Gitin, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, 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 everyone would agree then. Now, why is it by everyone would agree? By, that as long as, as soon as it's entered into the roof space around, within the Mechitzot, you have to explain why you need the Mechitzot as well. Within the Mechitzot, is it, um, cons- she's Mugureshed immediately. Okay? So, Amar of Ila, because the Gemara is Amar of, because Amar of Ila, Beshabak Tiv Lot Teaseko Malacha. When it comes to Shabbos, you have to do a Malacha. You have to do the Malacha. Now, according to Chachamim, if you say that it's in the spare space, it's, it's as if it's rested, then according to Chachamim, they maintain it's as if it's uh, It's like the malach was performed on its own and you didn't do the malacha. It's a bit like, you know, when you have uh, leave something in a vat to die into Shabbos, the malacha is happening on its own. Obviously, you shouldn't be chayev. 
Okay, because it is lo malacha, you have to actually do the malacha. That's why chachamim hold by Shabbos if it's going through the airspace, even if you want to say kluta mishul chodam, you can't be chayev because it's lo You didn't do the malacha. However, baram hacha b'hatorah amram when it comes to gitin amram benatan biada, you have to give it into a hand. And we know when it comes to gitin, it doesn't literally mean into a hand. It has to simply be berushuta. Has to reach her reshut. Okay, so therefore, even you can say it's an incest base, it's reached her reshut. It doesn't have to physically have to place it in on the ground, right? It doesn't matter if it's naset ma'aleha. It's like you, as long as you threw it and it landed within an airspace, it reaches her reshut. That is, that would be by kitten. Kitten, it's different. That's why everyone would agree in kitten, even though it's a machloka by Shabbos. Okay, let's continue. Next case. Now let's go back to our case in the Mishnah. The case in the Mishnah is Okay? So you're throwing, for example, across the street. Okay? That's the second case. We saw it in Machloke. We saw that according to Rabbi Kivi, you're Now the question is, what's the Svara behind Shittat Rabbi Akiva? So the first opinion is, well, let's understand what the situation is. Shmuel says, It must be that when you're throwing it across the street, it's going below 10 Tvachim from the ground. So it's going through the airspace of Rosh Hashanah Because importantly to understand Rosh Hashanah airspace is only up to 10 Tvachim high as Rosh Hashanah Above that's Makom Patur. So therefore, it must be the Shmuel understands Rebbe Kiv's opinion is what? That it's Kluta Kamishu and Chadami. The fact that it's in the airspace, it's as if it's rested there. And that's why Rabbi Akiva says, when you throw across the street from Yachid to Yachid over, or through Rosh Hashanah, it has to go mamash through the Rosh Hashanah airspace. So it must be being thrown, you're sort of throwing it very low to the ground, it's going low and it's um, below 10 fachir from the ground. Okay? That's how it would have to be. How Rebbe Lazar says, no. Sorry. Milt the Rebbe Lazar, we'll see, we'll see from, Rabbi, uh, from Rebbe Lazar, says, even if it's above Asara, You'd still be chayav according to Rabbi Akiva. So therefore, we have, must be there must be a different svara here, because it can't be kluta kluta because it's not kluta; it's above. It's in it's in makom patur if you throw it above ten. Because why? Because Rabbi said a name of Rabbi Lazar. That where does Rabbi Akiva get his position from? Why does say you chayav throw it from rabbim to rabbim over Yisroel That is because because he says lamad Rabbi Akiva. Because Ma'agalot Lamad Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva learns Zrika from Moshit. If you recall, Moshit is you're passing a beam from like from Yachid to Yachid over the Rosh Rabbim. We say that's a completely different Malacha. We said Chachamim says, no, you know, Zrika is not Moshit. Zrika is a tolada of, um, of, of like of carrying or things like that. Moshit is something completely different. But according to Rabbi he understands why does Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Kippur say Yochayev? Because he says this is a tolada of Moshit. And Agalot themselves, they were higher than 10 Tfachim from the ground. So therefore, what's interesting there, you see then according to Rabbi Lazar, it doesn't have to be below 10 Tfachim from the ground for, for Rabbi Kippur to say Yochayev. Because he understands Zrik is learned from Moshit, even if you throw it from Yachid to Yachid over Rosh Hashanah at a height of 10, that's similar to Moshit. You'd be chayed for that as well. So again, two very fundamental different understandings of what's behind Shit Rabbi Kiva. Is it because Kulutu Kamisha Huncha, so if you're restricted to 10, or is it because you learn it from Moshit, which is going to be, um, we'll see if I'm soon. So therefore, the next Mishnah which we're going to learn begins Ketzad. And it says, and it talks about the whole malacha of Moshit. So, it tani tani it. Some have that version of Ketzad like we have. 
And it's and some people don't. It just begins, the next mission begins, it's the next mission we're going to learn today. And Aldata Rebelazar, it can Ketzan. Kundra Rebelazar, who says Rebbe Akiva Svara, his position stems from Moshit, and therefore even above Tentvachim is a then you can understand Ketzan, because the Gemara is now just trying to explain why, how, the, you know, how they learn from Moshit or not. Why is it that they're patur? Oh, because if you throw your patur, but if you pass it over, that's why you can say ketzer. However, that's the Rebbe Shmuel that says, our mission has got nothing to do with Moshe, because we're throwing it below ten from the ground. It's got the, what's behind it is, Shida Rebbe Kiva is Klutu Kamishu Hunchadami. The mission's got nothing to do with it. So late can't ketzer, so you wouldn't start the next mission ketzer because we're talking about a whole new topic altogether. Now it's talking about Moshe. Okay, fine. Now, Rav Yitzchak Bar Elazar Sha'al, he's asked following, Zerak Mishusiyachi to Rishasarabim. Could it be keeping like, you're throwing from Rishasiyachi to Rishasarabim. Then Nizkar Adshu Rishasarabim. And you remember when it's in Rishasarabim. Okay? Adat Rabbi Kivi Yasek Mishuhuncha Rishasarabim Vyuchayev. So, not Chayev Stein, Chayev. So, let me just read Rav Chaim. Uh, it says as follows. In other, in other words, he's Nizkar, he remembers Korem Shanach. Dahashta, Mishanach, but when it lands eventually, Lav Shogeg, who it's not going to be Shogeg. Dula Rabbanan ki agavna chatat lemichayev. Mihu aldate, meaning aldate to Rabbi Kiva, we ask the question now. Dat Rabbi Kiva is a Kamishanach for Shusarabim v'yechayev. So he says, Amrav Chuna, one second. So aldate to Rabbi Kiva, is it na ki yasa Kamishanach for Shusarabim v'yechayev? So I'll read your Chaim meaning, meaning, Iw Sabar, time to Rabbi Kiva, is Klutka Mishuun Chadami. Hilkach miyad kishinichnas Rishus Rabim kodem shiniskar kirit Rabbi Kiva. In other words, what's happening? I'm throwing the Rishus Rabim from Yachid. As I'm throwing it, I remember before it's Nacht. According to Rabbi Kiva, actually be Chayid, as long as it's below 10 fachim per gram, because when I remembered, even before I remembered, as soon as it reaches the airspace of Rishus Rabim, I'd be Chayid, Klutka Mishuun Chadami. I don't have to wait till it lands. I have to wait till it lands. So if I remember in mid-flood, maybe patur, because you only bring a korban if you're beshogging the whole way. Going to Rabbi Akiva, I don't have to wait till it lands to be chayv as soon as he hits the airspace to be chayv because kolutu mishul chundadami. However, Amrav Chunar Rukhuma says no. Lo chayv Rabbi Akiva ela alidei rishus ayachid ashniya says you've been patur. Why? Because he holds like Rabbi Lazar. That what? That this, why does Rabbi Kiva say Yochayev? Not because Klutav Mekamesha Unchadami. He says because you learn it from Moshe. So therefore, if we're throwing Shusayachid into Shusrabim, you're not going to be Chayev. It's going to be Chayev once it lands all the way into the other Shusayachid. Because he learns it from Moshe. Because again, Moshe is passing from one to the other. So if you remember mid-flight, even Rabbi Kiva would say Yopatur. Because he doesn't hold Klutav Mekamesha Unchadami. Again, that's, this is the nafgamina between the two different ways of understanding it. Okay? You're not have as soon as it hits the airspace, like I feel like the like Revista thought to say, Reb Chonas, like in other words, like uh, which would be the Svara of Shmuel, if I got it right, yes, because he me to me. Rather, he learns it from um Moshe. Okay, next. Rabbi Vahush Ama Omer Bashem Rabalazar Bashem Rabbiochan. Hayaomer Shusarabim Vazaklamala Asara. Okay, so what happens is you're throwing to Rushusarabim and you're throwing it now high. Okay. Uh, and he's throwing it high, and the nizgar, and he remembers. Okay? So, there's not yachid to rabim or anything. I'm saying rishis rabim, I'm throwing. Now, the, the, what I'd be high for in rishis rabim is for carrying or throwing, if you like, for, for amot rishis rabim. But as it's in the air, I remember, one second, it's Shabbos, I can't be doing this. 
Now, we say, Ru'in, we see that if at the point you remember, Shimti Pol, if it would fall at that point, if it was already traveled, already traveled for, um, for Amot, and you remembered, so you've thrown it really far, but in, in mid-flight you remember, then, um, then you'd be chayv. Okay? That's, that's the point. Now, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, one second, if you're throwing now, this is different. Rabim to Rabim and Yachid Emsa. So again, from one street to the other, like uh, over a house, if you like. Um, and what the Gemara says here, now we're not assuming like Rabbi Shimon, or no, we're not assuming like Rabbi Akiva, Okay. What it's saying here now is, if it would fall, so what are we saying here? We're saying that it, where it, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be combining. Well, it says Taman So what we're saying here, Rukhaim explains here, is if you throw it rabim to rabim and Rushadakhid in the Emsa, if the distance it traveled in Rushusa Rabim adds up to be four Amot, even if it was two Amot on one side and then two Amot on the other side, then it combines together and you'd be Chayev. Okay, now why is this a kasha? Because we're saying that the Rushus, that the distance traveled in Rushus Yachid doesn't combine. Okay, we have to look at the Rushus Rabbim on either side to see and add that up to see the distance traveled to see if We don't include Rushus Yachid. Okay, so in other words, we can only look at the distance traveled in the real Rushus Rabbim to work out easy Chayev for throwing a distance of four amot. However, we just said before, if you're in Rushus Rabbim, you throw it high. And it's in flight. And you remember, we draw a line straight down and has to travel down on a mot. Despite the fact when you're throwing it high, it's traveled where? It's traveled in a makom patur. So that means you are including the distance traveled not just in Rishul Sarabim, but also in makom patur. Here's the question. In other words, again, in the second case, we said if you're throwing Rabim Sarabim over Rishul Siyachi, we want to know you chayv for a dis- throwing a distance of four Amot in Rishul Sarabim. We say, okay, let's calculate the distances actually really traveled in Rishul Sarabim. I don't count Rishul Siyachi. However, in the first case, we said that it, when you're in your Rishul Sarabim, you're throwing it really high and you remembered. So we draw a line straight down there to see has it traveled Dalamas Rishul Sarabim. But the truth is, because you've thrown it really high, that means some of the distance traveled isn't in Makompatur. That means we're including areas that aren't even part of Rishasarabim in the calculation as a tra- has a traveled Daladamo. Okay? So that's the Kasha. So the Gemara says, so again, Tamara Tama ain Rushusarabi mitzarefet, meaning the Rushusarab doesn't combine with that Makombatur Vachatama Rushusarabi mitzarefet. So Amrav Khuna Taman Shimti Pol Karka Tahtea Rushusyah Rushusyahi Brahmhate Shi Pol Karka Tahtea Rushusarabi. Okay? So what is he saying? He said, you know why you can't include the area when it goes over Rishus Yachid? Because if it fell immediately there, so magically you know, physics stopped and or gravity said somehow increased to the infinite, like to an infinite amount, and it just went straight down, then it wouldn't be in Rishus Arabim. That's why we can't include the space it traveled. However, when you've thrown in Rishus Arabim, even, as it, even though it's gone really high and it's traveled in Rishus Yachid, if you, look, if you go right underneath it, the space underneath it's traveled is Dalet Amot in Rishos Arabim. So that's why you can include that space um, in terms of Ayuchai for throwing a distance of Dalet Amos Rishos Arabim. Okay? So that's the difference. Next. Tani Bishem Rabbi Yehuda. Zarak, um, he were throwing, we're throwing now from Yachid to Rabim. 
So from your house onto the street, and it travels Dalad Amot, Rishus Arabim, you'd be Chayv. Chayv what? you Chayv times two. Meaning you'd be Chayv Hotzah, and also Chayv for throwing Dalad Amot Rishus Arabim. Okay? Uh, that's, again, I've obviously inserted a few concepts here, but that's, that's what Rav Chaim explains in Sugya. So because you're Chayv also for throwing Dalad Amot Rishus Arabim, that must mean what? That must mean the Rabbi Yehuda understands that 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 uh, throwing something or carrying something for a distance is an because if it was just a tolada, meaning a derivative part of the malacha of hotzah, meaning transferring some yachid to rabim, rafin yachid, then you're not chayv betoladah b'mekoma av. Meaning if you do aven on toladah b'shoged, you only chayv once. The fact that he says you're chayv shtayim tu chata'ot for doing this b'shoged must mean that carrying daladah rabim is a separate av in its own right. Okay? So then Gemara asks, so in other words, <laughs> we, we don't have 39 malachot anymore. We've got 40. So I'll have to review Huda Arba Malachot. So according to Rabbi Huda, then, you've just added an extra Av Malacha, which is not only Hotza'ah, but let's call it a carrying in Rosh Sarabin. So why, why, why does the Mishnah mention 40 then? So it says, This is as we saw before, according to Karim, which it was, it said Moshe was also a small. But the mission was only this, when it listed 39, it was only um, listing the 39 malachot that are universally agreed upon. But indeed, Rabbi Huda holds as an extra malach, which is that of carrying, a separate independent malach. Okay. Rabbi Zira, Bishem, Rabbi Yochanan says, Where did Rabbi Huda understand this, this new malach of carrying Dalara Moshe's Rabbim, independent of it, as not as a derivative of Atzah? And he says, because those, in the, the people used to sew the curtains in the base of Migdash. He says, there were the Sheotopri Zorkim, Mazrikin, et ha machatim elul elul. They would throw the needles to one another. So he says, but one second. Okay, they're out, like, granted they're sewing in the Rosh Call it that. But if, if they're side by side, the space between the different, um, the different Yeriot would be a caramelit. That's not the thoroughfare anymore. So, how, where do we learn that from the Malachas? Chinana says, no, mitzad hayum mazarkim. We're talking, we're talking about where there was, there were almost on the edge of it next to Rosh Hashanah. So they're, they're on, on the side of it. So if you can imagine, there's, we're talking about the space between Yeriot, they're on the edge of the whole operation. So they're actually sitting Rosh Hashanah, they have a needle and they throw it to their friend further down, and they're, therefore they're doing Zrika, Dalaramot, Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Let's continue. Next halacha. Now it says Ketzad. So Ketzad or not Ketzad, we saw the discussion where they say Ketzad, but let's learn it anyway. So this is, now we're learning Malachah of, of uh, Moshe. Shtei Gzutz, or if it's an independent derivative, we saw that Malachah before. Shnei Gzutz Traot, Zulkanegat Zubr Shusarabim. If you've got two balconies on a, opposite sides of a street over Rosh Hashanah, if you pass things across it or you throw things to one another, then it is Patur. It's not a Mal, it's not Asur Medaraisa. However, if Shnei and Bidyuta are from the same side of the street, like I've been saying, then Moshe would be Chayev Vazorak Patur. Why? Because, as we'll see in a moment, that's exactly how the Avodah Levi'im was. Now, it resembles more, as we'll see soon, why, like two balconies on the same site, but not across a street. So, it, like in line with the flow of traffic, if you like. Now, because that's exactly how it worked. They would pass beams from one wagon to the next, meaning from forward behind, like in, in, in line in, along the length of Rosh Hashanah and not across it. But they wouldn't throw it. We'll see why that is the case in the Gemara. Next, now we're talking about the 
uh, firstly, the Chuliyat Abor is when you take out the soil from a bore and you put it on the side. So this is the edgings around the bore itself. And Hasela, also a rock. If they're 10 Tvachim high, Arba and four wide, then because once a tent him high in Rushusarabim, then that, that defines it as the space of Shusyachid. So if you take something from this from the Shusarabim, place on this rock, all the edgings of this bore, then you be chayev. Pachomi can't be pato because it's not going to be considered a carmelit. So Ravamar, late can pato elamutar. So what's this Lekan Patra Lamutar? Here's this is referring to the two diutot on an opposite sides of Rosh Hashanah, not along the same side. So when you throw or pass you that, you're not going to be Mutar to do that because the space so high is in a Makom Patur. So there's no problem with Rosh Hashanah over the Makom Patur. So there's no problem of passing one to the next or throwing um, that's provided that both Rosh Hashanah belong to the same person. Otherwise, you've got problems of passing one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah without an Eirut. Okay? So assuming you own both sides of this, these both balconies. However, Adat the Rav Lamalamasar is Mutar. In other words, passing above Asara is mutar. Aldata de Shmuel Lamala Maasara is Asur. Why is that? That relates to what we saw in the beginning of the of these um of the Shir. We saw the Machogmir Shmuel the Rebel Azara working with within the Shita of Rabbi Kiva. He says, Loshan Ul Lamata Masara, if you recall. The whole, the whole, sorry, Lamata Masara. That was Shita Rabbi Kiva. When did Rabbi Kiva say Yochayev for from Rushus Ha Yachid Yachid Derek Rushus Rabbi Emza? We said that's what we said within the Shidra Bishmur. But he says, Lamala is Asu. Okay? Asu means Asu Medrabanan. And we just saw Shidra Rav here says, Lamala is Mutar. So Zamachloki, if it's Lamala Masra through Makombatur, is it Mutar or is it Asu Medrabanan? Asu, why would we Asu Medrabanan? So there's a, there's a, cause the Grabchaim explained there's a gzer, Gazrachamim, either Atu Ma'avir Lamala Masra, either there's a gzer where you're going to, End up if you allow above, you'll end up doing below. Inami Dilma, there's a concern that if you throw from balcony to balcony, it might end up falling, and you'll come to pick it up from Rishus Rabbim and bring it home and retrieve it, and you're doing mamash malach of Okay. In other words, to resemble the malach moshit, it has to be that it's um, the Rishus Rab. It's Rishus Rab not just next to these two balconies, but underneath them as well, in between. Okay, mikoltzad. Um, here, and Rishurabim surrounding it. Because that makes it similar to, if you like, the Agalot. Even if it's next to Rishurabim, these two balconies, so it's along, along the side. Why? Uh, because we learn from the Agalot. And the Agalot were above Asara. So what? So Reb Chaim says, Where they were is, not, is going to be So too, if you're going Nami would also be considered Chayev as well. Meaning, if the, the space between these two balconies will be considered calm. Meaning, okay, let's continue. 
So Rab Acha, um, just give me a second. Yes, good. Rab Acha b'shem Rab Meishah says bilvad al yedei Now, what's interesting here to be chayv macha moshe, it has to be done with with two people, meaning it's you passing it to your friend on the other balcony, again the same side of the street. In other words, however, if you just passed yourself and slid it across to the aisle of the balcony, that wouldn't be the malacha; it'd be patur. And the Gemara says, wow, that's, that's, that's very interesting. Everywhere else, we talk about a malacha that requires only one person. We say, if you do use two people, you'd be patur. It's only if you have two people, you'd be chayat. So we say, it's different. No, because the whole malacha of Moshe always involved two people in the base of Migdash. So you can't compare this to any other malacha that was always done by one person. So therefore, I don't bring it necessarily akasha. Okay, as it says, what was it? There were two agalot in like a train uh, um, pattern, if you like, so one behind the other. Moshe did not crush and they were passed that one beam to the next. They wouldn't throw it. And that's how you can see, this is how you can see why the Chachalim say you don't learn Zerika from Moshe. But anyway, let's continue. Tani Bar Kafra, why Shalani Hog crushing Bizayon? The reason why they wouldn't throw it is because it's a Bizayon. It's disgraceful to treat these crushing from the Mishkan in such a flippant manner just by throwing it. I'm not sure whether physically they could have thrown it anyway. These crushing were quite heavy. I, 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 but, um, the, the Gemara says, I think, I think I was in a shoe once and they ended up, um, some calculating based on material and weight and things. They end up being like tons or something. These are very, very heavy crushing. I don't remember. But anyway, but, uh, the, the Gemara says, okay, let's continue. So we talked about here, this bore, this bore that had a chuyata bore, this rim around the edge that was, you know, said 10 fakim high. That's considered shoseyachim. What we're saying here is it also has to be four by four. Right, because that's but the, what's interesting here is it's a bore, it's a hole, so it's not fully filled in. If you look at it from the top down, there's a hole in the middle. And what Rabbi Yochanan is saying is the halal's mitzvah to make that arba the arba, the arba arba arba. You know, even if the material at the top is all, like you know, even if the rim itself is not arba arba, but if you can con- include the hole in the center to make your arba arba to However, the hu shiyeha omed rabba ala halal. But the standing part, meaning the thickness of the, of the rim, has to be greater than the space in between. We're going to have to define what that means. Um, so, Reb Zira, by Achi Omed Mikan, Omed Shikan, Vomed Shikan Rava, he wanted to know, does it have to be that both sides have to be Rava? So, what is it? What's even the question? The Gemara fleshes this out. Am Reb Yosef, Shittel Reb Zira, Shain Omed Mitzarechah Mitzraf. It's obvious that if we're talking about one side, the wall is only one side of the board, that's not Mitzaref. Now, the reason why, this is kind of important. It says, if only had like this, this rim protruding on one side, then obviously the halal next to it, the hole, is not going to meet Starek. Why? We don't say that the standing part can, if it's overwhelms in the terms of the dimension, the parots, the empty space, that it can, can make it like Kesatun, unless it's got Shnei Omdim, meaning it has to be surrounded. You can't just say Omed next to parots can combine. It doesn't work, even if it's a majority. It has to be surrounded. What's interesting here, it says the Gemara Bavli, it says, why does it work? Because you could put a plank over the top of it. Okay? This is not what Yerushalmi is talking about here. And therefore, clearly, if it's only got a rim on one side, you can't put a plank over it because it's going to fall. Okay? So, but let's continue. And Pshita also, now, not She'ein, it's She'yeheh Omed Mitzad Rabba. Now, we have to explain what this means. I read Reb Chaim. 
He says, If one side is not thick enough to be rubber, and it's only rubber ala parutz, meaning the thickness is only in the majority versus the space in the center with two of them together, then it's not mitzaref. Everyone agrees that wouldn't be sufficient. You need at least one side to be thicker. Okay? That you need to, in other words, to omed to be meruba, you can't say that it's omed meruba by combining two very small sections to say, oh, now it's in the majority. So you clearly have to at least one side to be wider or thicker than the space. However, the question is, the question that he's asking is, do I need both sides of this rim to be thick, to each independently be broader or wider than the space in between? Now, why is that? So each side of our rim has to be thicker and uh, than the center. Maybe we could say because you run the risk of saying what? That if one on one side the rim was thin, so it's less than the thickness of the space. Now you can say the space in the hole and the space out the, outside the hole can combine to mevatalit because each of them are greater than the thickness of the rim. Or Dilma, or maybe not. Maybe it's Maruba, the fact that Maruba Matsarachad is sagi. So that's a question. Do I need the rim to be thicker on both sides or is it enough to be the rim to be thicker on one side to, for, um, to, to now mitzarach with a hole in between to make it dalad al dalad? And that's left as a question. Okay. Call to everyone. Have a good day. I'll pick up from this next week tomorrow, Mr. Shah.